Today we're going to talk about the Orphan Black TV series. Alright, I am coming fresh off a of binge watch of season two. <laughs> and and, and I'm kind of fresh from season three. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's, what is done of season three so far? <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'm not up to date, but like I'm super excited to talk about this because, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's exciting. So, yeah, I guess up front we'll give a spoiler warning. Like, if you're not up to date on Orphan Black and you care, um, you know, you may want to get caught up before listening. But like I just said, I haven't seen season three yet, so. Yeah, like, I might I, spoil something for you. Yeah, you might spoil it for <laughs> me, which I'm okay. I'm cool with spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but, like, we won't be talking, I guess, as much about season three. Although, yeah. I did see a YouTube clip today of, um... Of Allison and Donnie dancing on a bed of cash. Yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which was hilarious! That. So, like, that's the only part of season three I've seen, but yeah, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think I'm going to be watching season three, like, pretty pretty soon after this, because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally into it, and it's a very binge-watchable show, you know? Like, yeah, I think, like, the end of the episode, you're, you're dying to know what happens next, so... <laughs> Um, so I'll give a little, yeah, I'll give a little premise of the show, like, if you're not familiar, um, it's about a woman named Sarah, Sarah Banning, who discovers she's a clone, and there's, there's clones spread out all over North America and Europe, and she gets in contact with a few of them, and they start learning more and more about where they came from, um, and all the dangers coming at them from all sides, there's this, like, nefarious giant science corporation that's monitoring them there's this you know crazy religious cult that's um that sees them as abominations and is trying to kill them and even just like the police in investigating these crimes you know so there's like lots of storylines going on and it's just like a really interesting and exciting show yeah and at the heart of it it's really about like what makes a family mm-hmm. yeah because there's all these sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and, and other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I think we should mention up front that um, Tatiana, how do you pronounce her last name? I, I say Tatiana Maslani, but I don't know. Okay, that sounds good. We'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if that's right. Tatiana Maslani plays, like, I mean, five regular characters and then, like, even more on top of that. Like, she plays yeah. all these different clones. And she's amazing. Because, Incredible. Like, yeah. yeah, like, she's got such a range and, like, plays them all, not just, like, differently, but, like, they really feel like real people. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I cannot even give her enough props as an actress. <laughs> yeah. And also, just just to say, so it's, it's shown in America and on BBC America, and then it's also on Space in Canada. Uh, and it's filmed in Canada, um, so that's just kind of a. So it's it, it's a BBC and space joint production. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes place where, like in Toronto, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, or around, or like. Yeah, because the first episode was like Sarah visiting New York, right? 
Oh, okay, yeah, so she was, like, over the border, so maybe, like... Yeah, yeah, so I'm not really sure, (laughs) (laughs) because it's filmed in Toronto, but a lot of shows are filmed in Canada, but that don't necessarily take place there, so I'm not sure, (laughs) I'm not really sure, because, yeah, in in the first episode, like, New York was mentioned, but I don't know if they were in New York, or, like, she had just come back from New York... Because I watched it a while ago, so I can't... Yeah, I can't really so that's remember. the thing. Like, yeah, I watched season one, like... I, I watched it all at once, but it was, like, close to right after season one came out. And then, for some reason, like, I didn't watch season two until just now. Which, I don't know why, because I, I loved the show, you know, so I just, you know, got involved in other stuff or whatever. Um, but yeah, so, like, season one's not as fresh to me. Um, but yeah season two I'm like right there <laughs> but anyway so yeah let's talk clones do you have a favorite clone I uh, see I, I I have a favorite character I don't okay. know if I have a favorite clone okay well who's your favorite character then we'll, we'll expand Felix it to, to Fee the, yes <laughs> Fee is oh my gosh he's one of but, my favorite scenes. yeah <laughs> but but thinking about clones I think the most humorous like the like I'm I'm always interested to see what Allison is gonna do, <laughs> especially like Allison and her husband. Well, like you mentioned that the clip from season three, I, and they're like I in their underpants, died and there's laughing. like awesome music. It's in like the a background. rap. It's like a rap video in there. Yeah, because she's yeah. she's the uptight suburban housewife clone. So like. I feel like they have so much opportunity to put her in juxtaposition. Like, you know, Felix is like the flamboyantly gay best friend, you know? He's so So, loyal. I love him I love, like, Allison and Felix's scenes because, like, they're so different, but, like, they have such good chemistry with each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. I love how, yeah, yeah, so maybe that's what. That's why those two come to mind. They're, they're, really good they're probably my two favorite characters as well. <laughs> yeah, actually. nice. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Woohoo! We finally through, <laughs> through the speaker, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because Fee is, like... And he's so pretty too. Yes, like, he's got like this alabaster skin. Yeah, like dark hair. Yeah, he's but his, gorgeous. And his lips. Oh my gosh, his yeah. lips. But I mean, he's always putting like lip balm or whatever on. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's just so. I love his loyalty and his just. He's just like down to business too. Like he yeah. he knows what people need and he's there for them mm-hmm. and, so and he's, also yeah, so, he's Sarah, so resourceful he's, he's yeah. Sarah's foster brother so they, mm-hmm. they grew up together and yeah so, like you said even though Sarah is kind of a mess especially at the beginning you know mm-hmm. like she kind of starts getting her shit together like as the, as the show goes on but yeah he is like he's always coming always for there for her yeah. always completely there and then but to the other clones by extension you know he really is yeah. like part of the inner circle more than anyone anyone else you know yeah, he's yeah. one of the sisters. Like, yeah. that, doesn't Helena say that? Like, doesn't he call... She calls she, him... She calls him, like, brother, sister, brother. Strong. Yeah, brother, yeah. sister. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just love how... Because, again, it is, it's like family. So, so Sarah... Yeah, Sarah and Felix, they were foster kids. Mm-hmm. And... And so they... So they kind of made a family with each other. And then mm-hmm. Mrs. S, who, who pretty much raised them, but isn't... Uh, of course, the bi- biological mother. Right. Um, so that's so they kind of made a, a little family, mm-hmm. and then when Sarah finds out there are these clones, which so biologically they are 
you know, family mm-hmm. because their DNA. But but instantly it's like you're my sisters, and then yeah, yeah, and Fee, he's he's like you are my sisters because Sarah by extension I have, I have yeah. made yeah, yeah. and and I I love that how it's just so matter of fact. It's like of course right, like we family. don't even have to think about this. Like yeah. there's no yeah, because I mean there there is so much like I I guess. This show really does explore, like, all the implications of, like, you know, cloning and genetic modification. So there are, like, people with different views, like, whether it's political or religious or moral (laughs) or whatever. But, like, with them, it's just, like, this just is. You know, there's no, no question, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> so we have so we both have the same so our our favorites are both the same. That's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Although closely followed by Kasima. Like I, I think yeah, she's she's, cool. she's she's just so cool and so intelligent and mm-hmm. like I love her relationship with Delphine. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think she's like a really cool character as well. And I do like Helena. Like she <laughs> definitely grows on you. I mean, at first it's like Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, because she's... Oh, she's totally freaky. <laughs> yeah. Killing people. And she doesn't stop killing people, necessarily. Just, she stops killing certain people. Right. But, like, yeah. But I do... Because she's so unpredictable, it's, like, it's very interesting to watch her. And also just knowing that all these characters are played by one person, by Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. And knowing that... Like, she's playing, you know, she plays Allison, and then she plays Helena. Like, they're so... Yeah, like, so, on, on it's opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. So, yeah. And it never feels like she's doing a caricature. You know, mm-hmm. in, in fact, some... Well, the only times it feels like a caricature is when it's kind of, like, meant to for humor, because mm-hmm. a lot of times there's opportunity for, like, one clone to impersonate another clone. Yes, and, oh my and in gosh. those cases, it's hilarious because, like, yeah, it's like layer upon layer. And of it's acting. so believable. Yeah, like, it, it is believable because then ugh. she starts kind of doing it like a character because it's kind of how like a real person would. Like they pick out the mm-hmm. most, um, you know, the most obvious characteristic of this person. You know, like whenever she's like Sarah pretending to be Allison, like she'll use a lot of like you know. <laughs> silly fake curse words like like Allison has yeah. like that you know so it's almost like she turns turns it up to the next you know level so yeah I mean it yeah it's, it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. and on that so one of the articles um, that I read was from the New York Times and it's the many faces of Tatiana Maslany and it you know it's talking about how she portrays all the different clones um, and one of them talks or one of the sections um, talks about that, like how the how the show kind of is made to kind of break apart the the cliche or uh, you know of female roles. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm trying to find where it says, yeah. So it's about how uh, Maslani she portrays like so many of these stock characters. So it's like it, you know, like Allison. Or even um, Childs was it Elizabeth Childs the one or who well it's in episodes one so I guess yeah, it's not a spoiler Beth, yeah, she too. commits suicide but um, so she's a lady cop and so there are these characters that we're used to seeing them individually in their own show and so but in this show it's all of these kind of stock characters or 
um, not necessarily cliche characters, but like um, female tropes, I guess, mm-hmm. that are, but, and they're all together. Yeah. And so it's like, how do they play off of each other? And then they're in this situation, like, what would their choices be? And so this, so in this article, it kind of talks about how the show um, kind of dismantles those, those tropes and those... Um, like stock characters. Yeah, yeah. I read a similar article um, in the Atlantic um, mm-hmm. called "The Dumb Charms of Orphan Black," <laughs> which I loved because yeah, the show can be like really cliche at times, but it never feels like yeah just another show because yeah, it, it did talk about that not so much with the characters as with like you know you've got these cops that seem like they're straight out of Law and Order, you know, and then you've got this like giant. Um, you know, science corporation that feels very generic, but uh, and then you've got this, like, scary religious cult and, like, this is all stuff that we're familiar with, and then, yeah, down to the characters you know, you've got, like, the the housewife that's, like, you know, straight out of Desperate Housewives, and you've got, like, you know the scientist chick or whatever, you know, so, like, yeah, they, they definitely are caricatures, but that gives them like, I guess by taking a shortcut with the audience like, oh, we know where this is going like, that gives them more less they have to spend less time like you know building the groundwork and more time like kind of playing around with like ideas and characterizations and stuff like that you know like they they get us so far with cliches and then they can kind of play around within those cliches yeah i'll read this um quote from the the article in the new york times it says the result is a revelation instead of each archetype existing as the lone female character in her respective universe, these normally isolated tropes find one another, band together, and seek to liberate themselves from the evil system that created them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's like they band together and seek to liberate themselves from the evil system that created them. It's like <laughs> in the show, the clones are seeking to liberate themselves from the the evil that created them, like the organization and, you know, whatever purpose they're created for. But then also looking at it as a show and, you know, the the female archetype characters. Yeah. Like to, yeah, the the system, (laughs) the evil system of, like, television cliche and stuff. Right. (laughs) The evil system of society, (laughs) which has put these labels on, you know, (laughs) females. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool. Yeah, so it never feels like... Yeah, I like what you said, because it's like you, the viewers can, like, because, yeah, there's, like, the Desperate Housewife one, or, like, the the Streetwise Con one, or whatever. Yeah, and, and then, like, like the, we the kind total, of already know a little bit. Like, cold then, bitch, uh, you know, business Yeah, the horror. Woman. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then, and then the, the, the horror, horror one. Movie, is yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so you're yeah. right. I like that. So, like, I think that is... it. I don't even know if we realize it when we're watching it. It's just an awesome show, but I think part of that is, like, maybe this unconscious... Yeah, our minds are, like, <laughs> unconsciously, like, we're like, what? Yeah, I... And and the fact that it's all one actress. Yes! Because sometimes it's like, wait, I, I don't even... Like, I'm not even conscious of that while I'm I'm not either, it. yeah. I totally oh. view them as different people. Yeah. Yeah, even though, yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, is in, is in season two. Was it Tony? Yes. 
The, yes, the that, tran- yeah, the trans clone. Yeah, so that was, and that's awesome that yeah. they put it. But I want to know where's like the overweight clone. Oh, do you right. know what I mean? I know. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that it's like kind of bothering me because it's like okay, <laughs> but they yeah, all, not they only all did they have, have the know, same face, they all have the same body too. Like yeah. we know you have the same amazing. genetics, yeah. <laughs> but you don't all have the same lifestyle. Right? So, yeah, you know. But anyway, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's. I, I want to identify with one of them, right? Maybe in the <laughs> finale the of season three, we'll get like a fat suit clone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, oh that'd be gosh. nice. Yeah, Mad, Mad Men did that fat suit a lot, so yeah, maybe maybe they can do it in orphan black. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But anyway, I mean that's kind of a joke. But it is something that I that I that did. No, I did. I did think about pop that into too. my yeah, mind. They, yeah. yeah, they do have all similar builds and stuff. But yeah, but I do have to say, oh sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I do have to say the Tony part. It kind of because it was so brief. Was it just like one episode yeah, or two episodes? I think one episode, yeah. But it almost. I mean, it's cool that they put a trans character in. But it almost seemed like it was for the sake of putting a trans character in, because it was almost like a guest appearance. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. though it's the same actress. But they do, I mean, they've done that before, like, you know, when, like, here's the German clone, or here's the, you know, yeah. like, they have very brief appearances. Well, he's still or, out there. Or, or, so, the, or the school yeah. teacher one, you know, or, like, I mean, you do get glimpses of other, yeah. other clones that don't necessarily become one of the main group or whatever so like i yeah. thought i thought it was fine yeah i didn't i wonder if that would be too difficult to keep up or i don't know because i mean i assume that he's going to come back yeah because so I mean, that'll be interesting he's because somewhere yeah yeah because he and felix and that was the <laughs> poor felix i mean that was kind of a cool scene because like he has such a deep connection with sarah right and then like and then here is it is basically kind of like out, a male version, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so there would be, I guess, kind of like an instant connection because he already has a connection with Sarah, but then it's not Sarah, yeah, and then and then Sarah comes in and I like in the same scene or something, and then. I just, I think Fee is like, oh my god, just yeah. like overload. No, like. I think it just highlights like how, how complicated it is just between people. Cause I mean, even between like other characters, like not necessarily like romantic relationships, but like it's mm-hmm. hard not to have like, you know, like feelings of friendship or feelings of adversity or whatever, like towards, towards characters. Like, if you have such, like, a strong relationship with one character and then you see someone that looks just like them, you know, Mm -hmm. it's hard to kind of separate that in your mind as well, I guess, you know? Well, and also, like, with Rachel, because she is a baddie. Right. The the bad clone. (laughs) Yeah, and so... I mean, I wonder if, like... Although she's really interesting as well, you know? She's got some layers. So, yeah. Well, it's like, for Fee... It, it took a while for, for me, but, it, like, I, I started mm-hmm. to really enjoy her story, too. Like, especially once we got some backstory on her, you know, it was kind yeah. of interesting. And, of course, there's more, you know, in season three we learned. Oh, a more. <laughs> see, I, well, haven't got, I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> yeah, well, because season two, right, it ended with the pencil, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, yes. We can say that. Yeah, so there's the, the aftermath of that. Oh, and, yeah, okay. and it's, in, it's interesting. So I've only watched, yeah, up through uh, episode eight. 
of uh, as of the recording of this oh, okay. podcast, which I think is so, all that's aired, right? Yeah. So there's yeah, tonight the, we're, it's a Saturday right now, okay, so tonight gotcha. there is a new episode. Episode. So nine, as of this recording, but, there's yeah, still, as of this yeah, still <laughs> two episodes left of season three. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, and so even like with Rachel, it's like it's like oh, Sarah, but bad, and so it's like. <laughs> Fee, so someone who has a connection with Sarah, like Fee, it's like it's hard for you him know, and he to has like, love for Sarah. Yeah. But then it's like, what? Like you're, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you're. It's like might be easier to like hate her because, like, you should respect. You know, Sarah's awesome, and you're like disrespecting the awesomeness yeah. by being by being not awesome. <laughs> if that makes sense, it's like because yeah, it's well, I mean just. Um, because you made the comment about like the emotions and the connections that people make, and mm-hmm. um, and also just the yeah. question of like, I mean, it, it depends on like what your views on like nature versus nurture, you know? Because like all these yeah, characters which the are show is so totally about. different because yeah. like they've had completely different backgrounds, you know? So like you kind of think like, can this person really be bad to their core, or is this just because of like something that's happened to them, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I guess it's... It's daddy issues. It's, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to, like, yeah, separate yeah. separate that. An environment. Yeah, so that that is definitely another thing the show delves into. Yeah, and it doesn't, is, it doesn't yeah. come up with, like, a, a, like, definitive answer either. Like, I mean, it explores <laughs> all these ideas, but it's not like... It nev- it's never like, oh, you know, nature is more important than nurture, or, you know, genetically modified modifying people is right or wrong you know like it, it never like really comes down hard on one side but it does really open up all these ideas so I mean it really gives you a lot to think about and it doesn't really preach to you at all yeah so. yeah because it's these characters living their lives yeah it yeah. just kind of explores the implications that, yeah. of it yeah and mm-hmm. like the possibilities another thing I really like about it is it um, it really it changes tone a lot but never in a way that feels, like, super unnatural, at least to me. Like, it can be super serious at times, and then it's, like, really exciting, like, action, and then it's, like... And then it skips to Allison and Then Danny. it's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just... So, I, like, it just jumps around, but, like, I, I feel like it really works, and I, I, I appreciate it. It can be, like, very darkly humorous, which, you know, is... Mm-hmm. is yeah, it's really funny, and, yeah... I, I like it. And I think I feel like it needs that humor too, because it can be so serious at times that, like, you know, that that humor. T- <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Really like how you said, you appreciate it. it because, yeah, as a viewer, within what fifty minutes or forty, whatever long the episode is, it's like, yeah, you can kind of get worn out on one tone, <laughs> like one way of being, and so yeah, it's definitely nice how they they mix it up and you know, between the scenes. Yeah. yeah, I definitely, I like that too, because it's, like you said, it's a good balance. And you get, yeah, because <laughs> there's so many different characters, well, again, by one actress, and then, yeah, so it's, it's like, what are they doing in all their situations, and with their personalities, it's like, it's gonna be, you know, funny in one episode, in one scene, and then, yeah, it's just amazing. And the, so the filming, so it's, so speaking of <laughs> Tatiana Maslany is doing all of these characters, the filming, she actually has to film each scene twice. Well, at least twice. Yeah, if, if she's yeah. there with another, yeah, if there are, like, more than one clone in, in, in a scene, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So she so yeah, that must be hard too, like kind of just playing off of, you know, whoever. Like you're not playing off of the same actor in the scene. <laughs> yeah, so she has a stunt double. Uh it's Catherine Alexander. Mm-hmm. And and she's she is like the the back shots or like the behind shots of the other clones. Like so whichever face we're focusing on of Tatiana Maslani like if and if there's another clone in the room or something like then Catherine Alexander is is that as you know the body double oh, okay. and yeah and and yeah the creators of the show and the actors and everything it's like yeah Catherine Catherine Alexander even though like as as an audience we don't see her face or like know that recognize her as a separate person <laughs> as a separate actor actress um that she is super essential to the fact like everybody is so tatiana is so grateful for her and that she is like in these articles that i'm reading um that i've read tatiana is just praises her that how she, you know the things that she remembers and the mannerisms that she gets down and everything so the, yeah, wow. that's so there's that's so there's cool. Tatiana Maslany doing all of the clones, but then there's also her body double. Yeah, who you know, as an audience, we don't really recognize her because we're like, it's Tatiana Maslany doing all these <laughs> roles. But then there's this you know kind of the unsung hero of the show. Well, I guess we're singing of her now, but like <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> the sung hero. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's very so, cool. Yeah, that's like, really I, yeah I'm sure so much like mechanics goes behind you know, especially like mm-hmm. when they're like physically attacking one another <laughs> or just, you know, yeah, yeah the, the kind of stuff that happens. So that's, that's pretty cool. But even just, like, speaking to each other, like, I'm, I'm sure they have such a, yeah, great working relationship. So before this, before this podcast, I had you take a quiz <laughs> oh, yeah. on BuzzFeed. Um, which clone yeah, are you? And I'm curious to see, curious to see what you got. I got... Sarah Manning. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Who did you get? I got Kasima. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, oh no, do we both get Sarah? <laughs> do you feel like a Sarah? I don't know. Okay, it says you are a complete and total badass, unafraid of anything. All right. Okay. <laughs> you take what you want, including information. <laughs> At the same time, you have a softer side that you reserve for the ones you love. Go you. Nice. <laughs> That's what it says. So this is yeah, this is on BuzzFeed. We took it. I don't know. What is it that which choice like made me Sarah? But... Yeah. See, the, the what I like about this quiz is you have no idea like who you're signing up for as you do it. You know, because like a lot of quizzes, like you know, is is pretty much like oh, this is this person's answer or whatever. But these are like very um, like ambiguous questions. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like... wonder if it's the phrase. It says, "What phrase would you would be on your tombstone?" Mm-hmm. I I didn't really know. Like it was it was between knowledge is power and too cool for school. <laughs> so I'm wondering. I chose too cool for school. Too I cool don't know. for school. Yeah, that. that I, I like mean, because they're kind of so maybe that's what did it. But the other ones, I don't know. Like they're not really. <laughs> I that was kind of a weird question, and then like. I wouldn't have any of these on my tombstone. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. But anyway, what, so what's the Kasima one say? Oh, I don't remember because I did this like oh, two okay. days ago. Yeah, so I would gotcha. have to actually like remember my answers. Something about you being really smart, I guess. Yeah, so. which is totally accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I was happy with that because, yeah, Kasima is super cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we'll put the link to the to the quiz. <laughs> yeah, and, and the <laughs> yes. show notes. Just yeah, yeah just, just for fun. Yeah, because yeah, there's so many. Yeah, I'm sure you can relate to any of them. I feel like a, like a cross between Cosima and Allison. I definitely have that, like, uptight, bitchy, like, housewife thing going on sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least I feel like that, yeah. But Yeah, because this is from February 2014, so I wonder which clones, or did they include Beth Childs, or, yeah. Right, there might be some knows? other ones. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is everybody or just the main ones. They, uh, so, yeah, I wonder, I wonder what you have to choose to get Helena. <laughs> all the wrong answers <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no one should be oh poor helena <laughs> so helena <laughs> yeah let's talk about helena we haven't talked about her too much yet <laughs> because this is a this is a, a fiction kitchen like right here so helena is the food one. Oh yeah okay so let, yeah let's go ahead and get into food because yeah like 90 percent of the show's food comes through helena Yes. So poor, poor, poor <laughs> Helena. She she grew up with this like insane religious cult who basically thinks she's an abomination, and they're using her to kill all the other clones. And they've made her like completely nuts. Like the first like few times you see her, it's like straight out of a horror movie. But yeah. the more you get to know her, like she's, you know, she's batshit crazy, but she has a very good heart, and she wants to do the right thing, and she's just a very broken person. But she loves food, especially sweet things. <laughs> so yeah, we, and we get proteins. <laughs> yes, so we get a lot of food scenes with Helena. <laughs> yeah, it's and I wonder what's the behind the scenes for that. Like, is Tatiana constantly spitting into the the bucket or whatever, like the the off screen food bucket, or does she does she just go ahead and eat it all? I mean, because it's a scene where. Yeah, it's a scene of Tatiana eating. I mean, yeah. she's, like, eating and talking and doing stuff. So it's and not so... like you can just be, like, sitting at the dinner table pretending to eat, you know? Like, she's, yeah. like, shoveling food into her mouth. Yeah, the way she eats, like, I feel like it's so much about her character. Like, she doesn't, yes. she can't eat properly. Like, she's very, like... It's always with her hands. Very yeah. primal, you know? Like, so it's mm -hmm. like, she she's almost feral. Like, she wasn't even raised properly. And then... It's, it's partially, like, survival. Like, every time she gets a chance to eat, she just, like, gorges herself. So it's Yeah, I wonder like, if that's kind of built in from her Yeah, like, experience. you might not have yeah. another chance to eat for a while, so you better, like, take advantage, you know, or, or she's just, like, desperate. But it's also very childlike, you know? Like, I feel like she's yes. a very simple, pure character. And, mm -hmm. like, when, when she goes to the hospital after being shot and they take, like sugar packets and lollipops out of her pockets, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, it's just so heartbreaking, because, like, she's just so, like, simple and pure and childlike, and she very much gets along with children, you know, so I feel like mm -hmm. you, you see this through, like, you know, what she prefers to eat <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, just, I, I feel like food says a lot about her character. Yeah, and, and one of these articles, um, the interviewer is like on set with Tatiana and there's the scene and there's food in the scene and Tatiana is is being Helena and the the director is like are you gonna eat this like what would Helena do so it's kind of it sounds like some of it is kind of improvised too oh, okay. like while while they're filming it because Tatiana is like so much like she is 
these characters. Mm -hmm. And so she, like, so it's so detailed. It's like, okay, Tatiana, like, you are Helena. Would Helena eat this food right oh, okay. now? So like, f- food's or in like, the sink. Yeah, food's in this scene. What would Helena do with it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but of course that goes for other things too. It's like, which is really awesome because mm-hmm. it's, it's like a very, I mean, there's the director and the people behind the scenes, but then there's, they're, you know, giving this uh, responsibility and also like freedom to the actors. It's like, because, because really like Tatiana, she she's I don't don't know it's just so incredible like how she makes these characters and so it is kind of like you would defer to her like (laughs) what would you know Allison yeah like she knows somebody do in this situation yeah Yeah. make this decision yeah yeah and so that yeah so that's really cool but yeah so Helena she's yeah you mentioned the sugar like there's a scene where she's in a diner and there's jello and she like pours on sugar on top of it. Right. And then just, still like... still not sweet enough. It's, it needs, needs yeah. a little something. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if, like, if you get a DVD or whatever, if there's behind the scenes, like, Tatiana talking about, like, the thing <laughs> like, I don't know. But on set, like, Tatiana, uh, we'll talk more about it later, but, like, she's all about the in-between you know, the catered foods that are on set. So, like, in between scenes, she, like... Because she's so active. Like, it takes... It's such a a toll on her body, so she has to keep replenishing her energy supply. So, I don't see her as one of the... Like, an actress that's like, oh, I have to... I mean, of course she has to take care of her body, like, watch her weight and stuff, I guess. But, like... Like, on um, Twitter and maybe on her Instagram, but she's, like, shared pictures of the food that she eats... And it's, like, awesome. It's just, like, regular food. Like, um, like, meat sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, would you say she ate, like, like brisket sandwiches or yeah, something like that? So it's one of her favorites? Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, her, that's awesome. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, her, like, um, you know, the About You space, it's, like, acting and brisket or something like that. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. So she's all about the brisket, and in some of these articles, it's it's mentioned, or even it's a heading. It's like about brisket, <laughs> <laughs> but she, but yeah, so she totally has to because it's um, she needs to keep up her energy for these, you know the the double scene. Yeah, and it's a very it's like, a very yeah. physical role. Yeah, so yeah, and she. I mean, yeah, so oh, go ahead. <laughs> um. So on. What she shared online, it was, uh, she likes to eat at a place called Bon Mi Boys, which is, like, Vietnamese fast food, but it's, like, these sandwiches. Ooh, like, I'm... shredded meat sandwiches. Oh, man, yeah. I love Bon Mi. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then the Burger, Burger Priest is another place. Okay. That she like, so she, like, gets burgers and stuff. Anyway, so those, those are ones that she, she specifically shared with her fans. So she's in the sandwiches. Bands. Yeah. Nice. So proteins and carbs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but her, her, she's so petite, and like that scene with Allison and Donnie dancing around in their underwear, <laughs> like her body is so cute. Like I don't, I don't know if that's weird for me to say. No, it's but, like, not. And I mean, that's fair to say because so... she is in her underwear half the time on the show. Like, yeah, that was a lot. But yeah, I mean, she she's does have the best like body. A... Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> Spry. 
little body. <laughs> and I mean, it's cool. Like I'm not, <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway, it was like a slip of a thing. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I do want to say in season three, I don't think it's really a spoiler because it's not like a major plot point, but <laughs> Helena, speaking of little body and food, Helena like saves these butter packets. Uh-huh. She's in prison and she saves these, you know, the little squares, little butter packs. Uh-huh. Um, she hides them and then she's ready to break out. So she like slathers herself in these little, <laughs> these little <laughs> butter packets and then slips between some bars. Now like that's resourceful. I mean, one bar, one bar breaks. So there's like a wider space. It's okay. not like gotcha. a regular Still, bar spacing. Yeah. But yeah, so she <laughs> totally slips through using the butter. Okay, so, so make a note, people. Like, these things can come in handy. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever imprisoned, save your little butter packet. Which is yeah. funny that, you know, I guess lucky that the meal she was served <laughs> had little butter. Because there was always, like, a little piece of bread. And I guess they gave yeah, little, man, that's another butter. childlike thing too. Because like I, yeah, yeah I didn't know. I, I didn't even it. know about that. Yeah. But I was thinking, or I was just you know kind of musing earlier about Helena and her like childlike food tendencies. And I remember like when I was little, I had like endless, you know, um, I guess tolerance or whatever for sugar, of course. But then like <laughs> butter, which is like so random i guess like i was you know i think there was like a story about me like just grabbing a stick off the table and i was a little like just going for it which yeah dip it in a bag of sugar which now is like disgusting to me but i was like no like i just loved it then you know it was just like one of those things so i think like butter is kind of a childlike food yeah so yeah it's very helena (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and so there are so many scenes of Helena chowing down on stuff, yeah. and we'll, we can share it in the show notes, but a couple of people on YouTube made, like, oh, a montage. Yeah, like a compilation <laughs> they were pretty video funny. of all yeah, Helena's eating. And, like, another thing I noticed, too, that kind of fits in with the um, survival aspect of it is, like, there's several times where she's eating foods, like, straight from cans, you know? She, yeah, so like she just, beans, like, as a, like, she puts yeah. some mustard on sardines, and, like, when yeah. they go camping, like, she's eating something straight out of a can, which, you know, you do camping anyway, but, like, you know, I mean, it just feels very survivalist, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, she loves the little powdered donuts. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and she, well, this might be a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it, but she eats something very unexpected in season three. Mm. <laughs> Which is that? So, yeah. I have no idea Those who know about. what I'm talking about, that was like... <laughs> What? What? And what even was that all about? I hope we learn what that. Okay, I have no idea. Anyway, about. you'll when you watch it, you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, this is what Diana was." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There... That was definitely interesting. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that for sure. There's a scene where she goes to a bar and she orders like. Oh, yeah. Five or six pretty drinks. drinks, including a white Russian, which is pretty funny because she's Ukrainian. And, she, like, and she's super white. She's, like, so pasty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she has, like, several drinks, you know, and then um, the guy that she, like, falls in love with immediately offers her pork rinds, which she's really into. Yeah, was it pork rinds? Yeah, that's right. It was pork rinds. Yeah. Was there also, like, a bowl of peanuts or was it the pork rinds? I can't remember 
Well, he's eating think pork rinds. Pork. There may have also been peanuts, but like, yeah, yeah I know, I know, pork rinds for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because they talk about it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, Helena. Yeah, and so speaking of that, um, you found the re- a recipe. Oh, on ki- ki- from Kitchen Overlord. Yes, let me pull it up because it's hilarious. And so there, so with that food, there is a little accessory in the photographs. So that's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. So spoiler, spoiler. But see, that's Sorry, the thing. Even that, if it's, but that's even if it's a spoiler, I still don't know what it's referencing. So okay. All right. So. And there, there's also a mango on the side. I love. Um, I think it's it's Chris, Chris, Rochelle, Osland. Yeah. So yeah. you're familiar anyway, with this site. I think I've been to it before, but, like, I'm not great, as yeah. familiar. But, yeah, he's got tons of, like, exactly what we're doing here, like, fictional recipes. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a lady. Um, and oh, she's okay. Done, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Chris is, you know. Had, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but she's done um, a few, like, geeky cookbooks. Okay. Um, I mean, so she has this website that is, like, tons of recipes, but she's also compiled some into books. Um, and her most recent one is the... A Doctor Who cookbook. Oh, uh, nice. Like a regenerated version of it, yeah. Oh, cool. So, so yeah, but I love this. So tell us about this recipe. Sure. Well, I was just, like, kind of randomly Googling, like, Orphan Black, you know, recipes or menus and, like, stuff that people had put together. And this is by far, like, the best thing I have seen, which is Sistra Babka. <laughs> so apparently, mm-hmm. um, we know Helena's pregnant from season two. So, apparently, like, I don't know, does, does this happen in season three? Like, does she have a baby shower? Yeah, so it's, okay. I think it's the it's the first episode uh-huh. of season three, and it's a, it's like a dream sequence. Uh-huh. Okay, so and, it didn't actually happen, it's like a... Yeah. Okay. And so it's totally, it's got Allison making, uh, like, this whole spread, like, baby shower spread. They're, like, in the backyard, and Felix is grilling ox liver <laughs> mar- marinated in I don't know I can't oh man I, I need to watch catch, the first episode but he said good. it's Helena's favorite oh and like then you do Allison, ox liver my favorite yeah, yeah and then Allison has made this spread of like a ton of these very colorful cupcakes yeah and oh, okay. then and then uh, Cosima comes in with and she's like dressed in like some kind of you know, East European traditional <laughs> dress, and then she, yeah, and she then she brings this food, and what is it? Oh, it's okay, the yes, it's yeah, the babka. And what I love about this recipe, like, not only first of all, the babka looks delicious, so it's like you know a good babka recipe, but the it's written from Helena's voice, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I was crying. I was laughing so hard reading this recipe. Like, there, there's instructions like, scald the milk like it is bad girl. <laughs> and, I know, and you read it in, like, Helena's oh, voice, Oh, yeah, too, like. so, like, here's, yeah, sorry about my, you know, Ukra- no, Ukrainian accent. But, like, oh, some of the other funny things she says, like, you leave it in the, you know, dark for ten minutes to think about its fate. <laughs> like, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. And it's like, yeah. good babka have many eggs. Chicken mommies cry when they see us eat babka, the egg is so many. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, we'll post this recipe, because, like, I mean, first of all, it looks delicious, so, like, I recommend you make it, but, like, second of all, like, just read it, because it's hilarious. <laughs> so, so funny. 
Yeah, and so in the fo- in some of the photographs, there on the side you, you see a mango. Mm-hmm. Is that also and, a thing? Yeah, and that was really funny. So, um, so someone is doing an, um, like a a neurological test, I guess. Anyway, they're doing a, a a test on Helena, and it's a it's like these questions. They ask her these questions, and she's supposed to respond to. You know, well, however she responds, they can determine if she has uh, something wrong with her brain or not. Um, and so, <laughs> the question—I forget what the exact question was—but something about mangoes. It's like the Venn diagram kind of thing. Like, if this is this and this is that, then are all this that? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like so, some kind of logical I, question. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, and it had to do with the mangoes, and <laughs> she's like. What are these mangoes? Like, <laughs> I've never heard of. What? Where are the mangoes? Like, oh. <laughs> and it, it was, but she kept repeating it. Like, she really wanted to know. Like, I want, the, like, mm, mangoes. Like, I want to eat something. <laughs> like, where are they? Oh, okay. so she, like, so it was so good. <laughs> yeah, and of course, the person giving a test was like, oh, you know, just. <laughs> You're <laughs> and she passed. Me. <laughs> yeah, they knew that she didn't have any mental problem. You know, any. Um, damage in her brain or whatever and okay. so but even though she didn't really take it well that's the thing it's not necessarily that she wasn't taking it seriously she just <laughs> she just wanted to know where the makeup <laughs> so that's why there um chris took pictures oh, okay, nice. on the side yeah. which was really cool that she did that yeah very cool anyway yeah we'll post a link to that <laughs> but <laughs> So, genetics. Oh, yeah. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about this, because, like, we may not be, well, there are clones. Clones exist. Um, you know, but we're not, like, really living right now where they're, they're like, com- people. People are Full people clones, yeah. Yeah, but we are fully living in the age of, like, you know, genetically modified foods. So, I just... Which are living things. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's there. The science is there. And so, I just, you know, wanted to briefly touch on it and not, like, take a stance on it, you know, because I I know, you know, people can get very impassioned about it, you know, but just, like, you know, there's genetically modified foods and we, you know, pretty much all of us eat it unless you're, like, actively avoiding it. Like, it's pretty ubiquitous, especially, like, stuff like corn and soybeans and, like... Mm-hmm. This type of stuff. Um, so it's GMO. Is yeah, it so GMO. They modified organism. Organism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I'm not like a super activist or anything, but you know, I do have some opinions about it. Whereas, like, I think it can be a good thing, but it so easily becomes like politically charged. You know. Yeah. So, so what are the sides of this? Uh, de- it, the debate, or what? What are the ways of the different ways of thinking about? Okay, it? yeah, sure. Well, like I think um, some people are just like completely opposed to eating them, which um, which is fine because which makes sense because they're still being tested, so we do not fully know like if they have any effects on you know our nutrition or anything like um, bad in that um, aspect, but like. If you're looking at it, like, um, you know, apart from, like, not being tested or whatever, you know, like, it can be a very good thing. Like, you develop a plant that's 
more pest resistant, so you can use less chemicals, like keeping pests mm-hmm. away, mm-hmm. or one that's higher producing, you know, so that, um, not just so you can make more money, but the, so we can feed more people, you know, so, like, it can be mm-hmm. a very good thing, but, like, it so easily becomes, like, just a horrible thing. <laughs> like, Monsanto's the devil. <laughs> they, they, um, you know, patent all these crops, they make insane money, um, subsidies that don't really make sense anymore, they put all these smar- small farmers out of business, so even apart from, mm. like, the, you know, the effects it's having on the population, like, just the way they're using these is yeah. just really... Everything eventually gets abused yeah, in some way. Yeah, yeah. And that's just with crops. Like, I think... I- I'm, it's even worse when it comes to animals, because, like, when you genetically modify animals, for example, like, they... Oh, is it, like, for chickens? Yes, like, chickens, like, they, they modify them so that, like, their breasts are so huge so they can sell more meat, but, like, the Mm. chickens physically can't even stand up, and it's, like, hurting their... Yeah, they're just... Hurting their bones, and it's not even, like, I mean, they can't stand up, because, like, they're so, you know, huge on top, and their, their bones are, like, collapsing on the bottom, you know, so, like, it's just cruel, Mm -hmm. you know, so, like, I mean, it can be a very good thing if it's, like, you know producing better crops or something like that but then it can get like really you know so I don't know it's just like a whole range of things and I'm like we're not here to take a stance you know but just to kind of like these are things that we should probably think about you know like the implications of this stuff I don't think we should be like stop modifying things period you know because I, I think a lot of good can come of it but it's also like a very like crazy road to go down like the possibilities so yeah, it seems like maybe once it gets into, like, big corporations, which, like, going back to Orphan Black, it's like, yeah, there's this big corporation that is... And they've actually... We learned that they've, they have patent, patented the Yeah, the they, they, pa- like, they the patented people. the they're, people, yeah, but, like, that's not... human people, yeah. That's not that like, crazy because they're patenting these crops, you know? It's like, I mean, it's the same, yeah. it's the same concept. So it's like they're like, abusing that... What could potentially... And probably originally was created to be something beneficial and and good. Yeah, and then somehow... You know, and of course in media, it's always like, the big corporation is evil. But then I guess kind of in the world, it really... Because the bottom line is about... Yeah. It's business, and it's about, you know, how much money you can bring in. Yeah, and because it's new, like, we don't have the proper... Like, we're living in an old... The legislation isn't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we we don't have the system in place to deal with this kind of stuff. Which is not to say we should, like, halt development either, you know? Like, I'm, like, all for, like, you know, science forging ahead and, like you know, helping to make a better world, you know, so it's just, it's a difficult, complicated thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really awesome what, what can be solved, like when climates that don't usually support, uh, good crops Mm -hmm. that, yeah, then, then they can be engineered, you know, to be able to produce well in like arid climates or, or too wet or, yeah, but yeah. And that's the thing, so, like, with with Orphan Black, I am so, like, so we're in the third season, it's almost over, and we're, we kind of learn a little bit about, I mean, I don't know, I, I that's one thing, it's like, I want to know more about why. Like, why were the, why was the clone technology, you know, and science being investigated to begin with, mm-hmm. and why, like, what was, 
like Professor Duncan and his what it was his wife, right? They or they were both working on it. I think anyway, Professor Duncan and his team like what was their like what was the purpose? Original. Yeah. And and then also like the people that they worked with um, cuz I think Dyad was kind of in it since the beginning. I'm trying to remember now. It's like Ugh. <laughs> but then in season 3 it becomes more apparent. Well, I think at the end of season 2 you you discover I guess I'll say it, the military mm-hmm. involvement. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, that that was in the very yeah, the very last episode I think of season 2 they they yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. And so you learn more about that in season 3 and then you know, military of course is an arm of the government. And so that means there's government, you know, involvement. And so it's so I feel like it's very gradual, like super gradual discovering the the why. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, oh, I just want to, like, I'm, I'm so, I just want to know, <laughs> like, <laughs> so maybe in the next two episodes that I haven't seen of season three, they, like, talk about it more. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder, because, yeah, with, with cloning, with this technology, or just, you know, genetic engineering and all, it's, yeah, there's so many possibilities, like, amazing, wonderful possibilities. Mm-hmm. But, and that is kind of cliche, I guess, to have military involvement in this kind of, <laughs> like, well, you know, it's TV just, or in a, it's just you know, it's another like, entity because they have like they've got the science side, they've got like the religious side, they've got the legal side, they've got you know I mean so I feel like you know bringing yeah. in the military is just kind of like showing another side to the to the issues or whatever. Yeah, it's like I mean because I watch a lot of genre fiction shows or whatever like sci-fi shows, and so it's like uh, the military is <laughs> always trying to like get the super soldiers or whatever and like they're always messing things up it's like isn't that kind of sad the media has really painted the military to be a certain way right well they've also painted like scientific corporations to always be evil too yeah and religious people to always that's right and they're like yeah you can't just be like nicely religious wait a minute orphan black what is going on you have to be like yeah crazy (laughs) insane cult like if you're even like mildly religious or whatever yeah 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 it's kind of silly but I don't know. I think this show has has done a good job. Like I was thinking about like another just thing today. They they they've shown that like you know these technologies can be used for like positive or negative purposes. Like because even mm-hmm. like um like the character who's her who's Kira's dad um you know Dario from. Game oh, yeah. Of What's his name? I can't remember his name. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> the start of the C. I forget his name on the show. It's Cal. Cal. Cal, Cal, Cal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, when he's talking about, like, he's kind of independently wealthy right now because he created drones that were used originally. Yeah. Like, he created them to be used for, um, like, pollinating or helping bees with pollination or something like that, you know? And now, yeah, and the military, you know, the military yeah. has taken that technology and they use it to blow up people now, you know? So it's like, you can create this technology, but, like, the uses for it are very varied, you know? So kind of the same with, yeah. like, you can clone these people. Um, I, I mean, there can be positive things to that, like, helping people have babies or, like, you know, helping yeah. people who are sick and need, you know... Um, so you know, do we assume... certain type of cells or whatever. Or you can use it for, like, you know, I don't know what are... I don't even know what their purpose is. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, so I just like wonder... You, you can in... use these 
yeah, the technology, you can use it for good or for evil, or for, you know, morally ambiguous purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just wonder, like, in the universe of the show, like, we're so, I mean, the the plot of the show is about, you know, these clones and their, their struggles and everything, and, but it's like, the Dyad Institute, are, are we, like, should we assume that in the background they are doing other things with portions of this technology, I guess, like, to create products or, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I wonder, because, so in this universe, this world, like, there's this technology that created a whole, like, many <laughs> whole humans, and so it's like, and we know that they're trying to figure out, like, the original, get the original DNA and, like, figure out how to fix the clones, like, you know, their um, imperfections and stuff, um, but it's like... But the technology is still there, so are they, as a corporate, a medical corporation or whatever, are they doing other things with it? Like, stuff with, um, you know, produce, or with animals, or with within the medical field, or, you know, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, sure. I'm kind of curious about that. <laughs> I'm sure they are, because, like, at one point they refer to this, this, um, corporation as a, as a hydra, but, like, it has so many arms, and... They're not all in communication with each other either because, like, you know, mm -hmm. they, they are, like, you know, they've got the girls on one side and then the guys on the other side with, you know, um, with the military. Yeah, and then stuff. there's Topside. Yeah, so, like, there's... This thing called Topside. It's like, what? And there's, like, and there's very yeah. good, honest, you know, um, people within the organization and then there's some really evil people within it, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's not, like, straight-up evil corporation. It's, like... Uh, just and I can't, yeah, I don't assume that they're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't assume that they're only, like, all of these people are only focusing on the clones, like, <laughs> that's what I mean, they have to be, like, the company, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, has I, th to I think that's all, other that's, things. That's so. only one part of it, I think, yeah, I think. So I think that would be an interesting I think they're just, like, a, bio, a bioengineering company, and they do all yeah. kinds of stuff, yeah, so. I think that would be an interesting, like, background for the show. Like, because, so, we know that they're living in this world where this technology is, this science is, so it would be interesting if in the background you would get peaks at what kind of society that would be. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, like, or is it supposed to be so hush-hush? You know what I, like, I don't know. Because I guess I'm thinking too sci-fi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, newspaper clippings or, like, TV in the background or comments about your hamburger or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's like a super long tangent we got on, but yeah, but it's interesting. Like, that's just, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's How interesting to think goes, about because, yeah. I mean, you know, we're not there, but we kind of are, you know, <laughs> like, I'm sure yeah. this kind of stuff's going on. Um, did you ever, like, see or read um, that book slash movie um, Never Let Me Go? No. Oh, it was really what good. I, I I didn't read the book. It's a um, Kazuo Ishiguro book, but the movie mm -hmm. it's got like Carrie Mulligan in it and Keira Knightley. But it's about clone. Well, sorry, spoilers for Never Let Me Go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoops. Okay, now I don't need to see it. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, no, it's Just it's kidding. really good. I really enjoyed it. it. It's about like um, they've created clones solely for the purpose of like using their organs for, like, the general population. Oh, yeah, so it's just yeah. kind of, like, and it really kind of explores, like, these are also people, like, the 
clones you have created, but basically, they, like, they get to a certain age, and, like, their their job is to basically donate their organs until they die. You know, it's like, this is your purpose yeah. in life, and you don't have, like, a family, you know, you grow up in this school or whatever. So, I mean, it, it's, it's really interesting, and it's really sad, and, you know, like... I, I think it's fascinating. You, know, like just, you just, think they would just keep them in, like, suspended animation until their parts were needed instead yeah, of no, making, I mean, making them self-aware. They have like, a whole life. Like, they go to school and then they leave school and they just kind of live in their own little, you know... Because that makes it more cruel, yeah. Yeah, 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 because it is heartbreaking and they pretty much know their whole life, like, their purpose, I guess. But um, Interesting. it's yeah. still, like, you know, when you, when you come to the point where, yeah... Okay. Yeah, is that what Orphan Black is going to turn into? Yeah, so it's like, we don't know right, what the like, purpose what was, is what yet. Right, like, what's the purpose? Because so basically, like, these, these clones are, are yeah. living like regular people, and they don't, you know, they feel... Because they're trying to fix them. Right, and they thought they were just, like, adopted or whatever, so, like, they don't even originally know that they're clones, and then they're being monitored their whole life by, by people, and I, some of the clones are not aware they're clones, you know? Like, there are some out there that, like... Yeah, it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And like you said, like, what was the point? Like, was it just science? Or, or was there, like, a purpose they were trying to, you know? Yeah, because it's the female clones have yeah. the the childbirth problem. Or, like, they're not able to get pregnant. Except, yeah, that's the special thing about right. but it, Sarah. But it's not that, a problem. It's, like, they meant to do that. Like, they... they yeah, then we learn later. Yeah, yeah that like, they meant... like, Sarah manages to, yeah, have a baby. Yeah. But it seems like so. that's what Dyad is trying to fix now. Because, like... I don't know, I'm trying... Like, and then the male... Oh, wait. What? Wait, maybe you don't know that part. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, because like <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there are some other clones <laughs> that well, I know they have I know like male ones brain, they uh, did, mental problems. They did bring problems. that at the end of season two. So, but I don't know anything. Oh about, yeah, about yeah, all that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. So they have like a brain uh, problem that they're trying to fix. Mm, okay. So, yeah. But why? Yeah. Why do they want to fix them? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> or it may just be like, I mean, you know, science with no purpose. Like, you know, like we're, we want to be able we can, to do this yeah. and then think of like the, the possibilities, but we're not driving like towards a specific goal, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. is it going to be super soldiers or, um, yeah, organs, like parts, or, yeah. So that'll be super interesting. So, yeah, we're almost finished season three, and then there has already been a season four order, and they're all, uh, another ten season. A ten, ten episode, episode season. season. Yeah. yeah, ten yeah. seasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's also a comic series oh. from I IDW. Yeah, so. That was created from the show, not, not vice versa. Uh, no, it's to go along with the show. Oh, okay, yeah. like a companion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. Well, well, nice. So should we should we talk about our recipes? Yeah, let's get into yeah. our recipes. So I'm not what? I'm not even sure yeah. what you ended up making because you told me a couple a couple. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I. No, okay. just kidding. I, I, no, <laughs> no, I know. You told me. Yeah, normally <laughs> normally we discuss beforehand what we did, but you told me a couple things you were thinking about. So, um, what did you decide on? I decided on brisket. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, it's interesting. So, it's not actually something that has been in the show that I can recall not mentioned in Yeah, anyway. but it's, like, show but, adjacent. Like, <laughs> it's part of yeah, the, it's, the making of. <laughs> it, 
it's always yeah it's always there uh, where we can't see it on the, the catering table. So if you felt the presence set. of brisket while you were watching. Yeah. Yeah, because it just kept standing out to me, you know, reading the articles and interviews with Tatiana Maslany. And also, yeah, the fact that it's on her Twitter. Like, <laughs> so even, is, she, me, even she's yeah. talking about it. So. Yeah, I took like a screenshot. Wait, let me look at it. <laughs> But it's just like asking, I mean, a- asking, I'm like, <laughs> brisket and acting together is asking. No, it's acting, period, brisket, period. Like, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's our turn. Yeah, yeah. there's and, no more to say. That's like. Yeah. <laughs> and in one, uh, in one article, she further alludes that it is toasted. So like the, I guess the. It's brisket, meat, and then um, toasted bread. But other than that, I like I was looking for pictures and stuff, but like to see if she had put any on Instagram or tweeted any. And that's where I discovered those other food pictures that she shared. Oh, but okay. I couldn't find a... I mean, it might be out there, but... <laughs> brisket. So I don't know exactly what her... Because I'm like, oh, what does it exactly look like? I want to, like, replicate it. But I love brisket. Like, whenever I go to a, you need a, a barbecue You need to tweet place, at her. She'll probably, like, take a picture for you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of, that's, like, scary. But also, like, that's a <laughs> really know. good idea. After we finish recording, I'm going <laughs> to, maybe I'll do that. Um, but, yes, so I love brisket, um, but I've never made it. Me neither, yeah. So how'd it yeah, go? and. Well, there are so many different ways to make it. I decided to do it in the oven instead of, like, slow cooker, and we don't have a grill, or I don't have, like, a smoker or whatever, so <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided to try it in the oven, and and brisket, to buy it, is so expensive. Yeah. Um, so like I got, you know, a small, yeah. yeah, and it's, yeah, it's very expensive meat, and, um, so I got a small, like a three pound portion, uh, and I made a sauce, kind of like a barbecue sauce, and I just kind of smothered the meat in that, and then put it in a roasting pan, and the the trick is to uh, cook it at a low temperature for a long yeah, time. Yeah, low and slow. Yeah. And, and so yeah, and then I um, covered it with foil, and then cooked it for, I think it was like three, about three hours, because it was like a three pound, it was only three pounds, so, um, it's like three hours on 225, something like that, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and then, um, and then I took the foil off, and then I broiled it for a little bit to kind of get the top, the, well, and I flipped it over too, but just to kind of get a little crisp around the sides, uh, yeah, and then I just sliced it really thin. Uh, and then uh, put a little bit of the sauce on it. Um, so what's, what's used... in your sauce? Oh my gosh, what isn't? Oh, there? <laughs> no, okay. I want. So this is kind of tribute to <laughs> Elena, I guess. It's kind of sweet. Is it a mango like a sweet... sauce? <laughs> no, I know it should be. Right? <laughs> Where are the mangoes? It's in this sauce. <laughs> no, no. So it doesn't have. <laughs> but you could. I mean, gosh, you could just really put anything in here. Um, I used a blender, so I just, like, blend it up. So it's got, um, tomato paste, <laughs> and brown sugar, and molasses, and mustard. And I also put in some Sprite, 
some because we had it. Yeah, so like you can put some put soda in it. Um, yeah, because no, I've heard my husband people... came home with some soda from like a picnic or whatever at his work, and I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna use that for my recipe. But I've heard about people so. cooking like I mean, I saw one like ridiculous recipe that was like a, a pack of like you know Lipton onion soup mix or whatever and a bottle of coke and you pour that over like a hunk yeah. of meat and roast it <laughs> and like that's, yeah it's a real thing that's the recipe and like that's like I've done down home southern cooking right there yeah <laughs> I've done a turkey that way oh it's you a have? turkey and it and it's like yeah low and slow overnight in the oven but it was soy sauce and spray oh interesting <laughs> and it totally just like fell off the bones the meat wow anyway but this didn't so but this meat did not fall apart um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm so kind of yeah, so it's by this method. I've never tried it before. <laughs> yeah, and then I just blended it all up, put some cayenne pepper in it and stuff, you know, to give it some yeah kick, some little kick. Um, yeah, but really, I mean, you could put any kind of soda you want. You you could not use soda and like I don't know, put beer or whatever, and. You could put in like apricot. I I I should have used some apricot jam actually, like because I like putting apricot jam and stuff. Yeah, just give but it, that like, would be flavor. to add yeah. some sweet. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it's pretty versatile. I mean, just <laughs> like tomato paste, and then some kind of like liquid of your choice, and then some spice, some sweet. Yeah, mix it up, put it on. Yeah, and then and then I also when I have like barbecue or that kind of stuff. I love to have coleslaw. So I think that kind of sandwich is really good with coleslaw. So I just made um, like an apple vinegar, apple cider vinegar kind of coleslaw. Just really simple. Like with, you know, the shredded nice. cabbage yeah. and carrots. And But I thought that was really good with, with the meat on the on the bread. So That sounds yeah. good. Col- coleslaw is like such a North Carolina food. Like, I know I've mentioned like I'm from North Carolina on this podcast or whatever. I have never liked it, but I feel like it's because I grew up with like the the uh, mushy yeah. mayonnaise kind that you like serve with an ice cream scoop. Because <laughs> oh, like yeah, just yeah. like the the light, I kind of like that kind. <laughs> I don't know, but, I keep try- but I've had other kinds. I keep yeah. trying it. Like every time, <laughs> like just at my work this last week, they had like um like a catered barbecue lunch, you know, and they had coleslaw. I'm like, I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> Still don't like it, ah, which is weird because like I like yeah. everything, but just like the kind you're describing, like the lightly dressed, um, like yeah, shredded so cabbage one... kind, like sounds really nice because mm-hmm. I, I like salads like that, you know. So I think I like that type of coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one, like I made this the apple cider vinegar dressing, um, and then I I wanted to test a little bit with man like with a little bit of mayonnaise in it just to give it a little bit more creaminess uh and so when i when i post the recipe i'm gonna put like optional oh okay mayonnaise. yeah but so yeah that's so because the- it's good without it but i kind of like cream some creamy so i just put a tiny bit in but yeah so you could totally keep it out <laughs> nice no i like yeah i like mayonnaise but i don't know i just haven't had i don't know but yeah, the combination. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not picky at all, but like coleslaw. Is Someday one of those you'll things. find it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I like every food in the world except for the one from the state I'm from. Like, what is wrong with me? I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm on the yeah. search for a coleslaw. I like <laughs> so. nice. No, I was really tempted, and I might still do it um, to do little homemade little powder donuts. Oh, because. <laughs> 
because Elena, yeah, she totally liked this. I know. This is And they're, yeah, so sweet and kind of messy, like a really good finger-looking kind of food, because the powder would get, like, stuck and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but t- so tell us about your Oh, recipe. well, I was just going to say, your brisket sounds really good, and I've never made one before, so I may try it. Maybe some Well, yeah, so I just made it this one way. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious next time... Next time I have a bunch of money to spend on meat, <laughs> to like try it in the slow cooker. Next time I have a good meat budget, I'll <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's gosh. probably how I would do it, it too. Like I, I roast yeah. everything, you know. So like that just seems natural to me to yeah roast it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I roasted my leg of lamb, as you can see from our Twin Peaks episode. <laughs> yes, that was like yeah my meat experiment. <laughs> meat. Yeah. Yeah, because Selena she loves sugar, but she also likes some proteins like eggs and some sardines or whatever like yeah <laughs> so putting mustard on sardines right in the can that's like totally my style i can get on board with that like, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> really i'll eat i'll eat no i'm not a fish person oh, i mean okay. i'll eat sushi and stuff but like especially out of the can <laughs> sardines out of the cans and stuff their little faces Ah. Well, you can get them, like, trimmed. I don't think... Okay, Gollum. Wow. <laughs> so juicy. There's, there's been many a night where I've had, like, um, yeah, sardines for dinner. So. Oh my gosh! I just had... Where's a meme with Helena and Gollum? Like, I could tell... There has, there has, Helena to, there has to be one. Being, like... <laughs> Googling now. Like, eating a fish, like, with a fish in her mouth or whatever, like... And then but put a little mustard on it. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> All right. Tell us. My recipe. So I don't know what you made yet. Yes, so. yes, yes. Okay, um, so I made exciting. sausage rolls as Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. I did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. Well, I just kind of mentioned it quickly because, like, up until yesterday, I did not know what I was going to make. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I just made them, like, this evening and just ate a bunch of them before this podcast. So, nice. Yeah, but I didn't know what I was going to make, so I was like, okay, let me pick, like I normally do, you know, pick my favorite character and then kind of come up with something inspired by them. So, since I like Allison so much, I was like, okay, I need some kind of, like, suburban party food, because that just seems like... I was trying to think yeah. about the t- type of stuff she would cook. And she doesn't cook a lot in the show. Like, she crafts a lot. Like, she's got a craft room. She makes a lot of soap in season three. Oh, okay. So she's into <laughs> soap making. Okay. But, like, yeah, up until then, like, she's she's got her craft room. There's some glue gun incident. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I have been burned many times. Those <laughs> things get hella hot. Like, yeah. You could, oh, my you gosh. Could do some, so that scene, yeah, that yeah. was totally realistic. You could really torture someone with a glue gun. Yeah. And, in fact, yeah. this the recipe I made is from the glue gun episode. I'll talk about it in just a minute. But yeah, we see her crafting. We see her sewing. We don't see her cooking a lot. So I was trying to think, you know, like, she's such like an uptight housewife. Like, she seems like the type that, like, goes to Costco a lot. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, like, they, they have their, like, total, like, pantry all planned out, but they don't do a lot of, like, actual cooking. You know, they're like, we've got all these things. Mm-hmm. And she seems also, too, like, she would be the type. I've seen these people that, like, cook food for the month, you know, and they've got, like, everything in the freezer. And I'm, like, so not a freezer person, but I'm trying to be Mm -hmm. more of some a little bit. Like, I don't like to eat just, like, straight-up freezer food, but I do like to have, like, 
Wait, a freezer is just where you put your Eggo waffles and ice cream. What are right, you talking about? Exactly. It's the ice cream storage <laughs> drawer. Yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about. Okay, good. So you're on the same page. Yeah, some people have like yeah. entire meals in their freezer, which. Yeah, it is kind yeah. of amazing. Which, like, I mean. I think about it sometimes, but then I end up eating all yeah. the stuff. So it's like. Never I makes freeze it to the soup. Yeah, like my <laughs> freezer habits, like I'll freeze soup once in a while. Like I make a huge pot of soup and I'll freeze half of it. But that's not even, mm-hmm. like, a real habit, because, like, half the time I forget it's in there, and, like, three months later, I'm like, oh, maybe I should throw this, throw this out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I'm kind of wasteful in that sense. I try not to be wasteful. Oh. But, totally I, but I have started, like, freezing components of stuff. So, like, I've got some frozen, well, this is kind of random, but I have some, like, frozen papaya right now that, like, I'll thaw mm. out a cube and then, like, use it for a recipe or something like that. Because, like, I have a lot of, like, mm-hmm. kind of like meat tenderizer type recipes that like you need a little bit of papaya for but then I also have seen some stuff where you can like freeze batches of curry sauce and then like so that saves you like 20 minutes off of a stir fry you know because you can just thaw out your curry sauce and then cook fresh like whatever vegetable or meat you're cooking with or whatever so like I'm kind of trying to get into the habit of like freezing components but like not entire meals though because you know I just think it tastes fresher when you make it fresh but anyway like all that is to say is these are frozen sausage rolls she mentions in the show because what's happening in the episode is she's like totally freaking out because her husband has left in the middle of the night and she thinks he's her monitor from the you know the corporation or whatever so she's kind of freaking out and the next day they're they're hosting this like potluck for the neighborhood at her house so she's completely distracted, and then the whole neighborhood shows up at once. Like, she's still in her pajamas and stuff. And um, her, like, horrible neighbor, who's, like, always on top of her, she's, like, a really, you know, another really, like, prissy housewife type who's always, like, you know, kind of shaming her into stuff. <laughs> is like, all mm-hmm. upset that she doesn't have her food out yet. So she tells her, get the sausage rolls out of the freezer. And then she, like, goes to deal with something else. Like you know, namely like torturing her husband, who she has tied up in the yeah. tied up in the craft room <laughs> with a glue gun. Oh <laughs> this is one of my yeah. favorite like hilarious scenes from the entire season. I think like that was that was in the first or, or from the entire series. Like that was in the first season, and I'm like, this is the show for me because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so darkly humorous. But anyway, the. Yeah, it's like, what would a housewife yeah. use? Like a crafty housewife? A glue gun. And it is a very good yes. weapon. Like you said, those things get insanely yeah. hot. So she's like, oh yeah, she's she's yeah. like drizzling it on his chest and like asking him questions and so Oh, it's so funny. So, um, yeah. but anyway, sausage rolls. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make sausage rolls. And I made these fresh. I did not try freezing them, but I think you could probably freeze them and then just kind of, like, thaw them out and throw them in the oven for a few minutes, and they would work for emergency potlucks. So. <laughs> like, like probably f- freeze them on a tray. Yeah. Like, and then after they're frozen, like, freeze them like se- throw them yeah, in a bag exactly, together. Exactly, like, freeze yeah. them separately and then, like, just kind of bag them up, and then you can bust them out <clears throat> if you have, yeah. like, yeah, one of these situations. So, basically, um, like, you can take, like, ready-made sausages and mix them with a couple of things to make these. But I made my own, like, ground beef sausages because I don't cook pork at home. Mm. Um, and, like, mm-hmm. most sausages, I guess, are, are pork. Although you can find, like... Like chicken yeah, you ones, can, Like, chicken right? ones are easy to Maybe. find, but I felt like this recipe would work better with, like, lamb or beef, mm-hmm. which... 
You yeah. can also get, but it's a little bit harder to find. So I was like, yeah, I'll just make my own, like, you know, grilled beef kebabs, basically, and then put them, put them inside yeah, the rolls. <laughs> so, like, the flavorings I used, I used um, garlic, of course. Like, I don't think I make anything without garlic. But then I put um, mm-hmm. uh, lots of caramelized onions, like, complete, completely oh, caramelized. Nice. So they, like, were really sweet. And then some apple and um, some, some sage. And um, then I threw in some garam masala, which is, I mean, you know, sounds all fancy and exotic, but it's really just a mixture of, like, um, cinnamon, cumin, cloves, nutmeg, like, that type of stuff. And so, like, you don't have to have garam masala. Like, you can just throw, like... With allspice? Yeah, yeah, allspice. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could just use some kind of, like, spice like that, you know, just to give it that Mm kind of... It has, like, a lot of autumnal flavors in it and stuff. So I basically made, like, little beef kebabs out of that, and I, I shaped them in kind of, like, long shapes. Like, I took a palmful, but then kind of rolled them out so they were thin, and fried mm-hmm. them like that, and then took puff pastry and then rolled them up into the puff pastry, um, and, like, you brush the puff pastry with egg, which gives it, like, a really nice golden color, and then I sprinkled them with some, like, um, onion seeds, But you could use, like, sesame Mm -hmm. seeds or whatever, you know, and just sprinkle them on top. And then slice them and bake them. And they turned out awesome. (laughs) Oh, they sound so Yeah, they were, well, I ate, like, a ton of them. My my family was, like, more on the fence than me. Like, my son is lame and didn't eat any. (laughs) 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 He's two, so I don't really trust his opinion. And then my husband wasn't really... fan either like he ate a couple but like you could tell it wasn't his favorite oh uh, why aren't i your neighbor i right. totally yeah, have to so eat like, those i, I would think, yeah so like they may not be for everybody <laughs> maybe it's good that it's also because. very picky you know so he's like whatever my daughter loved them so like yeah so nice so maybe it's a lady yeah, so food. lady approved lady approved <laughs> sausage rolls yeah it's a sister yeah. food. Like, yeah, my husband doesn't like if I... Like, I mean, he likes um, beef kebabs, but he likes them more, like, with, you know, spicy stuff in them. I, I don't think he uh, understands, yeah, yeah. like, sweet and savory together, <laughs> which I love. Like, that's, like, my favorite combo. So, like, hearing about your brisket sauce, I'm like, yes, that sounds good. Yeah, it's because yeah. I love kind of, like, sweet, savory, spicy, like, a, just kind of a mixture of flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they're, they're really good with mustard, so I was, like, dipping them in mustard. <laughs> mm. Like, what kind, do you have a special kind oh, just of mustard? Like, I just... mean, store brand Dijon mustard, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. you could, you could gotcha. use whatever, so. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Ooh. like artisanal, whole grain, like whatever, <laughs> it was just like regular old mustard. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because so gotcha. it's a good contrast, because they are kind of sweet, with like with the, um, the apple and the caramelized onion especially make them kind of sweet, and so with the mustard, it's like, cuts that, and it's, yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, well, because I love um, bratwurst or vice mm. versa with with yeah caramelized onions exactly. and then dip it in like the Dijon mustard or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. And since yeah. you lived in Germany, like you're probably like really familiar yeah. with these type of like you know fla- love, yeah, yeah, the, yeah flavor like profiles. And, yeah, yeah, caramelized onions. Yeah. And love yeah, it. and so these would be good with like if you wanted to use ground pork too. Like the flavors would go really well yeah. together. So yeah, you could do that too. Nice, Allison. Right. Yeah, pull those out of the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't tried freezing them, so I don't know how they would do. But like I said, I think like you said, you, you, I'm you, sure you could be, freeze yeah. them separately and then totally thaw them out. But I haven't attempted that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my recipe. Yeah. 
Yeah, what else do we want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, any final thoughts? I think we or talked about good? it. I think we're good. Right. I'm just so, yeah, I'm just itching to see what tonight's episode I is. I know, I feel about. like I need to, yeah. like, catch up, because, like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so... Totally. Oh, you will. I'm so, <laughs> I have faith I'm in so you. jazzed about it. Yeah, but like I said, I, I feel like the show is, like, so binge-watchable. I almost want to wait till the end and then just, like, watch it all at once. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of why I did, like, I... Because I, you know, I finished watching one and two a little while ago, mm-hmm. and then when season three started, I, like, I didn't start watching it right away, because I kind of did want to build up yeah. many episodes, and then just, like, yeah. <laughs> Although it might be kind of... Tape my eyelids open. It might so be I kind of fun watching. to get involved with, like, the fan base, because it seems like the, the Orphan Black fans are pretty cool. Hashtag Clone Club. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, isn't it also? Yeah, I love I love how fandoms these days. It's like, yeah, they have names. <laughs> yeah, so clone clone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So enjoy Orphan Black, you guys. There's a couple episodes left of season three. Um, yeah. So we'll wrap it up. We'll um, post recipes and links to everything we talked about on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Twitter. Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at FKPod, and the other places are Fiction Kitchen Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy the episode. Bye, Bye sisters! And brother sisters! With Oprah, diamonds, diamonds cross my Lena, Lena, diamonds cross my two seater. Uh. Bitches act like Aquafina. I'ma be a steamer, steamer. I'ma steam cleaner, cleaner. Diamonds on my Beamer, Beamer. Diamonds on the BMW. Never been a scrub. I stop my shoulder shrugs. Ice suit made by Koala. Diamonds on my piece and chain, looking like Mufasa. Look like Lion King, King. Drive a speed brain, brain. Fifty thousand dollars for my silver wedding ring. Uh. Uh.